another episode of the Flag on the Pod podcast. Once again, it's been a minute. <laughs> I'm joined again with okay. Nick. How you doing today? Rise and shine, as Kylie Jenner said. Uh, I'm good. I'm very good. Feeling good. It's nice to be back. Explain to the, back. explain to the people why it's been so long since we've done one of these. Um, multiple reasons that I cannot go into. <laughs> Like there are actually hella reasons, but um, whatever. At this point, I'm not even gonna apologize. It'd be like that sometimes. So let's get into it. <laughs> it do, it do. You know it what do. it is. Back into the Premier League. Um, wow, we've missed a lot. I don't even know where to start. I just want to talk about the fact that man, you are bad because that brings me a lot of enjoyment. So I'm... if if you're okay with starting there, we can just talk about. Honestly, I don't mind spending the entire podcast just talking about how bad Man U is, honestly. I think that would be a, not a bad idea. With with a little section for Spurs? <laughs> a little. <laughs> we can we can bring in Spurs every once in a while. No, let's generally talk about Man U, though. Uh, because they have had a bit of a rough patch, or a bit of a rough start uh, to come off. I think the last time we spoke about them was the Southampton game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or it could have been the Leicester game. I don't remember 100%. I think it actually might have been the Leicester game. Um, so, basically, Man U's their, their form currently. Uh, they lost They uh, lost to West Ham 2-0. That was on the 22nd. <laughs> they beat Rochdale on penalties <laughs> in, in the League Cup at home. They tied 1-1, beat them on 5-3 on penalties. They tied against Arsenal 1-1. I know we'll talk about that game in a little bit, too. Uh they tied to AZ Alkmaar uh, in the Europa League 0-0. And yeah, then so you know, they followed that up with story. a masterful 1-0 loss to Newcastle. Quick story. That AZ game, I started streaming it in my ex-phys class. And after watching it for like four minutes, I turned it off and I was like, this is terrible football. It's just not fun to watch Man U play. Anymore, <laughs> which no, is something that not. which is like, just something that i've accepted because like every once in a while like i'll like be watching a game and i'll just be like oh it's just a bad game i just think they're i, I just think they're bad like i i think they're, they're so genuinely bad there's so... there's so many gaps in that squad there's so many question marks they're um, bad and they have injuries that's the issue right like they're bad and rashford's not totally like you know, Martial's, just Martial's kind of been in and out. Pogba's been a little Martial's in and out. out. Daniel James just had like a concussion or something in the international break. Like, they're like people are really counting Greenwood as a like as a real possibility, like as an option, which is ridiculous to me because uh, he's not even good. We haven't even seen him do anything. Can I tell you a little fun fun fact? A little fun stat. Yes, yes, go uh, I want you to take a guess. Since May, I'm sorry, since March, okay. Manchester United's top goal scorer. Who is it and how many goals? Since March. Uh, honestly, it's probably McTominay with like three. Okay, you definitely read the tweet then. <laughs> you definitely saw the tweet. You definitely saw the tweet. Because yes, you, it I is. I promise you. It is Scott really? McTominay with three goals. Really? Yes. I even got three. You definitely, you definitely saw that. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. Since you pulled it out as a fun fact, I, I obviously was like, okay, it's probably not someone obvious. And I was like, who has scored a few? I've seen McTominay score at least two, and man, you are trash. So it was just a lucky yes, which I am very proud of. Wow. I don't believe you. But nah, well, I would, why would I? Why I, would I, look? I digress. I digress. Trying to flex on the pod. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just good like that. What can I say? Bro? Back to menu. <laughs> this is off to a flying start. They're not good like that. Off to a flying start. Okay, so let's talk about this Newcastle game a little bit. So they lost 1 0. Um, the shitty long staff scored the goal. <laughs> I'm crap. Not not the shitty one. Just the younger Longstaff, the other brother. He scored the goal. It's actually a really nice goal as well. <laughs> so I feel bad for. for nah, and for... he hit the bar too. What a shot! He no, so like perfectly placed accuracy. I just think it's hilarious reading these stats. Man, you had seventy percent possession. They had six hundred passes. I'm rounding a little bit. Sixty nine percent, five hundred ninety five passes. I'm rounding a little bit. Um, they had twelve shots, three on target. Newcastle had twelve shots, two on target. Um. Obviously, Manu ended up taking up taking the L. 
do you think that it's just Ole out? This is just time to fire Solskjaer, or what's going on? What do you think is the next step here for for Manu? Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. You think it's like, time to, to get rid of Ole? I, I just think it's getting ridiculous to the Ole's point at the where... Wheel? You know, someone said this. I forgot who said it. I think it was on the True Jury. Uh, it was on the kickoff. And they were like, Ole's at the wheel, but it's like in those cartoons where it's just the wheel. The rest of the car has kind of fallen <laughs> apart. And it's still moving, you know? <laughs> like, that. that's that's what men United are. I just think it's ridiculous at this point, to the point where I considered, like, hmm, what if they just rehired Woody... You know, like that—that's—that's that's how ridiculous so, it has gotten. The Mourinho. What's funny about the Mourinho's thing uh, was that report that came out earlier this week that uh, Leon had offered him the job, but he declined Said it he was, yeah. because he apparently already had another job that he accepted. Um, which is interesting. Michael Alas, the president of Leon, famous president who does not like to sell players for cheap. Unless your name is Nabil Fakir, but regardless. Um, yeah, I don't think he would lie about that. <laughs> I, I don't think that you just say that, like in a press conference. Yeah, like he turned us down because he had another job offer. Um, well, I, I think... So I think it, maybe... makes, it makes me question a little bit um, now because it's been a few days and nothing's come out. And then a report came out yesterday that he was going to be commentating the Liverpool-Manchester yeah. United game. Um, so I truly wonder <laughs> what job is this and why, no, why think, is he not yet doing it? So this is if, so I think, although I agree with you that the Leon president isn't lying, he might've switched up maybe like the words a little bit. Cause it could have been that Mourinho knows that, that a few big clubs are interested. kind of in shambles right now and ain't interested being that he's one of the better managers on, available, on the market you know? yeah, yeah yeah so i think he might have said something maybe maybe you know this is maybe could have said something along the lines of i have something lined up yeah it's not necessarily that he had already had an offer but right. you know he sees man united struggling yeah. that's a possibility sees Real Madrid struggling that's a possibility okay that's a fair point oh although i don't think zidane's gonna get fired after he made this miraculous comeback and right all but, this stuff, and, but and Mourinho either way I think if he if he were to wait uh for the season to end I'm sure he would get a job offer uh by the end of the season com- you know compared to going to Lyon yeah. for him which, which isn't a bad club at all but it's a fair point it's a fair point I just if he would I would prefer if he would be able to stay in the Premier League if he went back to Man United I just think it would be complete jokes I think it would be hilarious but I see the um, thing is I don't think I don't think Mourinho was bad. He, I mean he finished second place with Man United. He won the Europa League. He like it, it kind of fell apart. Yeah. But I think okay. More so so, let, so let, let's let's get let's get back on Man U now then. Um, I pretty much this is my point that I just wanted to make. Um, I just looked at their lineup against Newcastle. That is hands down the weakest Man United team I have seen since I was since I've been alive. Yeah, they're Honestly, bad. They they're this bad. like the the team they fielded for this Newcastle game is a mid table squad. This is a mid table squad. This is a mid table squad. This to me looks like something West Ham would start with. Like that's that's what it is. You look at some of the options they have coming off the bench as well. Rojo, Mason Greenwood, Angel Gomez, Matic, Tahith Chong, Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams is a football player, by the way. <laughs> um I mean, it's a lot of youth. I know. I know. Tahith Chong, Angel Gomez, Mason Green would have a lot of hype behind them. Um, but I mean, they haven't really shown anything—at least not to this level—what um, they've been capable of. And I don't. I just don't think this Man U team is good up front. We've said. I've said it a few times now. I just think this is not a good team. I don't think they're gonna. I think there's a very realistic Overall. possibility that they're not that they're gonna finish outside of the top six. Um, and there is. that so, so, opens up, and that that leads us to some having some really interesting conversations. That opens up a lot of opportunities. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what, what I don't know if there's a quick fix for this. Uh, so I don't because I, I don't think it, I don't think it's as simple as just letting Ole go and bringing no, in a new I manager. Don't think, I, don't I think, think there's fundamental issues at the club. 
And with Liverpool coming up on Sunday, it's not getting any easier for them. I think you do have to get rid of Ole, though. But, I mean, is there anyone you can bring in? Even temporary. So, I mean, there were some links with Allegri, who's uh, been available for a little bit now. Does Allegri want to take this job? If I'm Allegri, I don't know if I would take this job. um, Because it's not... Especially not right now. I I think if you're a big manager, you want to have the whole summer. You don't want to walk into this. Not just that. Also, it's not a job where you're going to be set and comfortable within for a while like it's not like it's going to be a guaranteed job that you're going to have going forward um so at this point if i'm man united i seriously question if you let ole go bring in another caretaker manager and really try to get this thing fixed up and get yourself a proper manager in for next season um and see if you can bring in a caretaker uh you know i mean i think i think someone like ole someone who's familiar with the club um is going to have the respect of the fans and the players. Um, someone like a real Ferdinand maybe could be a potential option as a caretaker. Um, uh, Giggs maybe. I, I don't know. Where, where what's Giggs doing these days? Is, is he still with Manu as an assistant? or Did he take a permanent no, he's managerial at, he's at job? Wales. He's with Wales. Oh, he's with the Welsh team now. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. Regardless, whoever it is, get someone in like that. Um, I think, and see if maybe they can steer the ship clear. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. Other than that, I don't think you're going to be able to get a top level manager at this point in the season, midway through it. Um, with Ole the struggles that you have. Well, he should have been. Uh, but you know, Manu ended up going having a nice run of form to end the year, so they kept him on as permanent permanently. Uh, yeah, which how, again how was the decision. They gave him they gave him a long contract as well, which I thought was a bad idea. Um, they they really kind of put all their eggs in the Solskjaer basket, um, and it's proven to not have been the right decision. And obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but um, I think a lot. I think a lot of people. <laughs> I think a lot of people um, thought that it was a bad idea at the time, and they've been proven right. Um, yeah, I, I, if, if you're able to get one of these top managers in, uh, somehow, obviously that's the move. But if not, I would probably try to go with the caretaker. Let Ole go. Leave with however much pride left you can leave with. Um, is it, like, is, is Louis Van Gaal uh, managing anything? Can we get him in as a caretaker? Just get no, 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 no. For real, for real, for real. <laughs> Give him his money. Make him a caretaker. Just don't get relegated this year. And then going into the summer, sign, sign a good manager. And then spend some money in the right places, you know. Don't I don't don't splash the cash on big players. Fix up your team, literally. Fix up your team, um, and um, get rid of dead weight as well. Because you, man, you have a lot of dead weight. So Van Hal actually retired, so that's not an option. <laughs> Van Hal, can you, bro? Just talk to him. Be like, throw some bread. Please, yeah, throw some bread. Be like, my man, you only have to do this for, un- like, ha- less than a year. Like, he has to do it for six months, essentially. Yeah, I don't think that's an option. <laughs> I know it's not, but I, well, but okay, but get someone. Just, no, but really, like I like I said, I would get get if, a caretaker. One, no, a caretaker for years. sure, but it, it it needs to be someone like like when Solskjaer was hired. It's got to be someone who's got the respect of the fans. Someone who's going to be respected by the players, um, and who's going to be okay with only having only being the manager for a short time. Um, and maybe if they do, maybe maybe if maybe if they do a good job, maybe they can stay on as an assistant or some sort of coach or something like get that. Get Gary Neville, <laughs> or get, get a, honestly, Gary Neville might not be a bad shout as a potential caretaker. Uh, I mean, he he uh, he's, he's managed. He's managed, and he has managed before. So at the top flight with Valencia. So I mean, at least he's and he's been an assistant manager for England before. So I mean, at least he has some kind of managerial experience, and he's a Man United man. Club legend, loved by the fans. Obviously, give him respect to the players. Give yeah, him I mean, character. I mean, it, one, it's got to be one of these guys, surely. Um, something like that potentially come in and just try to see if you can steer the boat steer the ship in the right way and just not leave a complete mess for the next person. But, um, yeah, a lot of fundamental issues with Man U. Um, 
ended up talking about them a little longer than I expected to. But um, I don't know. We'll kind of see what the next move is because right now it's they're in a lot of danger, and with Liverpool coming up, uh, it's not looking like it's going to get any better anytime soon. But um, but yeah, uh, Man U, the worst team in football. Beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. can I just theorize <laughs> something right now? What if Pochettino is currently tanking to get fired and go to Man U? It is way too early for this. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No. No. Tottenham have also had a lot of injuries, and their team also, defensively especially, have just not been that good. But um, I digress from Man U. I'm, I'm not going to talk about them anymore. They're bad, and it's awesome. Um, so on to the complete opposite. <laughs> and their opponent this upcoming weekend, Liverpool, uh, who currently sit top of the table, uh, undefeated, eight wins out of eight. Um, do you think they're winning the league? Are they just unstoppable at this mm. point? Or I think I just think uh, Man City has dropped too many points now. I mean, they also lost to Wolves, which is really rough. It's an eight-point and... gap. Eight, game, yeah, and... eight games in, and there's already an eight-point difference. And listen, and they, they there, did do it there's, last time. There's still there's two a games. lot of points. There's a lot of points to be had in the season. Okay. Uh, but Liverpool don't look like they're going to be slowing down anytime soon. The thing is, Man City would have to win against Liverpool in the league games. Yeah. Both, or at least Which one they, of them. They, 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 they won and tied last year. Last year, they beat them at home, and I think they tied at Liverpool. So, wait. Yeah, they would is have that, to... Am I right on that? I think I could be wrong on that, actually. I will do... Anyways, keep going with your point. <laughs> I just... I, it's a lot of points, and Liverpool just have that thing... That where it's like they'll play bad or they don't really deserve to win it, but they do anyways, you know? And that's just kind of what you need to be to win sometimes. You, yeah, so I'm a complete, yeah, so I'm a complete idiot. Liverpool won 2-1, one, one of the games. That was at Man City. And the first one was tied, right? Yeah. Oh, no, this is preseason. Okay, forget what I said. Forget everything Dog. I just said. <laughs> forget everything I just said. Um, yeah, they're going to have to... They're gonna have to win the head-to-head um, battle to be able to make up enough points. My thing with Liverpool is I I just think they're so strong. Um, they won the Champions League last year. Yeah, it seems like it seems like their focus is on winning the Premier League this year. Um, and if they truly lock in with the depth they have, the talent they have from top to bottom, Jurgen Klopp being one of the best managers in football. Um I think I think this is their year. I, I, no, know, I, know, is, I know I know I know I know it's I know it's been a meme, but I generally think that this is Liverpool's year. No, um, I think this is their if, year. If, if they if they can't win the league this year, I don't know if they're ever winning it. Honestly, I think this is their year, and if they do, they have a chance at at some domination for a little bit. Some Euro- some genuine European domination, yeah. yeah. Like they they have a chance to become a sort of Man United figure. What Man United were kind of that team. If three back consistently build on it, yeah. Yeah, with Klopp, and if Klopp continues to be consistent as well, I mean, they're just really good. They just so, look really well run, really so, good. So, with on well speaking oiled. speaking of Man City, um, now, what do you think is the biggest difference between them last year, this year, and why they've dropped off so much? If you can, well, pinpoint, I think I think the Laporte injury is huge because Laporte if you remember, Stone's going down, yeah, you know, and more Laporte than anything, because if you remember City. Not too long ago, even though they were winning games, they had defensive issues. For a while now, they've had deficient defensive issues. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as they you know, hit that release clause, which, by the way, I remember texting you because I was like, I can't believe City just got away with paying, what was it? like? It, was, it wasn't too much. It was like 60 mil, I think, for Laporte. Laporte was like 50. Clause. Laporte was like 50, I think. 50 I on a release was, clause. Yeah, I don't think it was that, I don't think it was that bad. On a release clause, and I was just like, "Why haven't Arsenal <laughs> like what?" You know, just you know, sitting on a you know, release clause. You know what's funny is I actually think fifty mil at the time was like a very fair price for Laporte, um, and I wonder how much it cost in the open market now. I mean, you talk about some of the center backs that have been dealt. Van Dyke was what seventy odd million, seventy five million. Um, no, I think Van Dyke was not. I'm pretty sure Van Dyke was ninety. Pretty sure he was ninety. I don't know, Van. Maybe with incentives, but I don't think the flat fee was was more than eighty million. I I don't know if it was that much. I could. I mean, I could. I could be wrong, but I f- feel like if it was ninety million, I would know about that. 
it could be ninety million, up to ninety million with incentives and bonuses. But oh, um, here no, seventy-five million. Yeah, seventy-five. 75 yeah, yeah. Um, Flat fee, yeah. I mean, Van Dyke now FIFA Player of the Year, Champions League winner, uh, runner-up in the Prem. He's easily what? He's added at least what fifty million to that price tag. What Liverpool paid for him? Yeah. If Barca, yeah, if Barca sure. comes calling tomorrow, Van Dyke, how much? Pay, you how much you think? I think I think Liverpool. I, think, I don't think Liverpool's selling for less than one fifty. I don't, and I don't think they should. Yeah, and I don't I think they should, that. and I don't think they should either. I think they would ask for one seventy. I think they would ask for one seventy, one eighty easily. Van Dyke to me is a generational type of talent. Like he is someone yeah. who has single handedly. And don't get me wrong. Yes, Arnold, Robertson, Allison—they are very good. But when you talk about a culture shift and a mentality shift, Van Dyke single-handedly really did have that big of an impact on Liverpool's defense in their back line. Um, from a leadership yeah. standpoint, yeah. Um, just his overall ability. Uh, he, I, I didn't know if I would ever see a center back win player of the year uh, when Messi and Ronaldo were both still playing um, at a high level. So... It's really a testament to how good he is and just how much he's transformed that club. He, um, Laporte was fifty-seven million. Yes. Yeah. But he was also very young, and yeah, I, you know, I had, uh, I had Van Dyke on Ultimate Team in FIFA thirteen. Had him and <laughs> back on Celtic. Had him and back when he was yeah, on Celtic. Celtic. Him, him and Rekic. Uh, I had a a Dutch league sort of team with um. Dutch players. They were all like, Dutch they were all four four star skill moves. That was the whole thing. Four stars and up. <laughs> Skiller team. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have Liverpool winning the league. Man City will likely finish lost second. Lost Laporte. Yeah, they lost Laporte and they became trash defensively. And I think also soccer's evolving or football's evolving uh, in the way that smaller teams are kind of getting used to this tiki taka thing now, and they're like, you know what? If we sit back, you'll just pass through us eventually. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna play, yeah. Essentially, yeah. And 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 that has kind of led to uh, holes because before the holes were being plugged because the attack was so good that when teams would sit back, it would you know they wouldn't be able to hold on. But now that they're playing, yeah, you can you can jab us, but we'll hook you right back. Like you look at that Wolves game, and albeit City. Controlled possession completely. 76% possession on that. Um, I thought Wolves, every single time they countered, they looked dangerous. Like, genuinely dangerous. Right. Every single time they wanted the counter. Um, and I don't know if that's an issue with the defensive shape that City has. If it's just a lack of quality defensive players. Or, well, if, Wolves, or if Wolves genuinely, in, as a counter-attacking side, are that good. Um, and I, well, think, playing- I, I, think, I think it's a combination of all of those, if I'm being honest. I, Fernandinho is playing center back. That's so, a legit. That's a legitimate issue. That's a legit. That and that's a fair point as well. Um. um yeah. That just tells you, like, well, they had <laughs> con, they, they had Cancelo at left left back. Um. As well, well, I mean, he's a fullback, but he's not a left back. It's just, it's a lot of makeshift. Otamendi, who has been not good for like two three years now, um, ever since he's come. He has not been good. <laughs> Ever since he left Atletico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, when, no, the uh, Otamendi-Mustafi no, no. oh, partnership of dreams um, at Valencia. Yeah, Valencia. Um, Wolves played really well. Um, I think they set up really, really well for this team as well. Um, City had possession, but it was a lot of man marking there. It was a lot of just passing back. Um, you know, they had, I think it was 12 shots. No, they had, they had 18 shots and two of them on target. You know, like they it it was it was a really solid defensive performance, especially playing away from home as well from for, from Wolves. And uh, you know, I've talked about them a little bit how I really liked Wolves, but um, I thought the Europa League schedule could potentially trip them up this year with the extra fixtures, maybe not having the correct squad these depth. These were these were big points though. These were that, big points. Those were they big were points. Kind of patchy. And they were, and I mean, you know, you win this game now, uh, they jumped up to eleventh. Uh you're talking about if they lost that game, they would be in they would be relegated right now. They would be in the bottom three. Um right. so you're you're in eleventh having played City, you know? Yeah. So it's like 
Yeah, now you play Southampton. Not only that, position. we and we and I spoke about this last time. Wolves, their opening schedule was absolutely brutal. They started off at Leicester. Um, they played Manu, all right. Manu's not the greatest, but they played at Everton. Uh, they played Chelsea. They played Crystal Palace away, who have been phenomenal to start the year. Um, now they play away at Man City, and uh, you know they were able to pick up you know all three points in that one. Now they got Southampton at home coming up. Um, they have a Newcastle game, an Aston Villa game um, at home as well. Uh, they have the big Arsenal game away uh, as well coming Yo, up. But potential to pick up some points in these upcoming fixtures for Wolves. Can I just say, I agree with you, by the way. I agree with you. And they should, this is really when I expect them to kind of come into form in, in, in the league. But can I just say that this is the strangest league table I've seen in a yeah. long time. <laughs> from, um, <laughs> so I would just like to point out that from first to fifth is 10 points. <laughs> from first to 11th is 14 points. We're, we are eight games in, ladies and gentlemen. We are eight games in. And first is Liverpool, second City. Third Arsenal. Arsenal have been a- Arsenal have been so bad to start the year, and they are somehow third. <laughs> By the way, we've played eight games now, so we're almost kind of picking up. You know, ten games. We're we're already like what one? What would that be? What fourth of the? Of the you of the you way, want you want you were so close to saying we're a fourth of the way into the season, aren't you? <laughs> um, um, yeah, a lot two two top six clubs currently outside of the top six and and pretty low as well. Tottenham ninth, so, Manu twelfth. Dog, I have to scroll down to see Manu. That's how bad it is. <laughs> All right, look, I have to scroll down and I have to. Scroll Everton, down Everton are in down. Everton in relegation as well currently. We haven't spoken much on Everton. Everton's not been wow, that good. Been so bad. And they were slightly hyped up God. as well to, to start the year. Yeah, but it just hasn't been it for Marco Silva. He'll probably get fired uh, eventually. Um, soon, probably. I don't know who they're going to bring in. But this is strange, man. This is just a strange prem, but I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I want <laughs> Liverpool to win the league. They deserve it. Man City, fuck them. They've won it tw- like twice already in the last two years. Arsenal, we're trash, but we're in there. Leicester, great to see that a team who shouldn't have won the league ever won the league and is now cementing themselves in the premiership. Chelsea, what a great story. Underdog story, Lampard, everything. Beautiful. Crystal Palace. How can you not love Roy Hodgson? Dude is like 105 and still a manager. <laughs> Burnley have a ginger manager and they're in seventh. Beautiful. Can I just can I just ask, um, why, why, why did Patrick Van Anholt just turn into prime Roberto Carlos this year? Like, w- like why did he just turn into Roberto Carlos? Like, what's going on? Vitesse. Vitesse did it. That's what it is. Vitesse. <laughs> like, like Van Anholt is all of a sudden what a top five left back in the in the Captain league. He's def- he's definitely Captain been a top five left back in the league five. this year. Hundred uh, percent. Bro, getting goals. Zaha looks. You know what? I can I just say, so much credit to Zaha. Even though he wanted to obviously leave, he's still playing his heart out, and he's he's doing well. Let me ask you something on that. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something real quick, actually, on that Zaha front. What's up? Sell Lacazette and get in Zaha. You have a proper winger in who can play on the left, a bombing up front with Pepe on the right, Ozil behind them, and then Terreira, and then a mix of Terreira, Xhaka, Ceballos behind that. You want to know what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Ozil's in that team. Emery's never gonna play. Well, well, well that's uh, that's me being I, like that's just me saying it. But uh, in realistic, it's probably gonna be Sibios or Torreira playing number ten. <laughs> yeah, probably Torreira. out of ten now. I mean, we don't have to worry. Lacazette will play center mid soon. So, so the thing um, is with this new Arsenal, so Arsenal are literally just trying to copy Liverpool. That's that's pretty much what I that's what I've been figuring out over the past uh, few weeks. Sorry. Arsenal are just trying to copy Liverpool. Um. They want to play a system yeah. with three midfielders who are hardworking, who can perform defensive duties as well as provide um, solid passing. They want the fullbacks to be the point of the attack, pushing the ball forward and be the connection between defense and attack. Um, and 
and yeah, I mean, the only difference being is that Liverpool play more with a false nine with Firmino, and they rely on their wingers to get uh, their goals for them, whereas Arsenal have you know a proper target man, Aubameyang, who's but that's, that's been, just kind of what happens. Who's been isn't it? one of the what five best strikers in world football yeah. for a few years now? No, underrated. Aubameyang um, has been incredible, um, and so that being the main difference. But I think. I don't know if he wants to have a system with, like back with Wenger, we would have a defensive midfielder. Um, we would have either a box to box or a deep line playmaker playing next to him, and then an, a proper number ten above. So we yeah. had uh, Coquelin, Cazorla, Ozil pivots. Um, they would kind of fit into I think that. Ozil would be so nasty with lockup. We've had an Abamian. We've had we've had. Um, Terrera, Xhaka, back when they wanted Xhaka to play a little bit more forward. Xhaka, back when they wanted Xhaka to play as a DM. <laughs> um, we've played uh, a, just a multitude of different people there. Uh, we've played Wilshire and Ramsey as a midfield pivot. <laughs> uh, with Ozil in front of them. It's just, it's. I think, I think Emery now is trying to stray away from kind of that makeshift style. Um and he kind of wants to copy a little bit of how Liverpool is being set up, at least with the midfielders and the fullbacks, I think is a little bit of what he's trying to implement. Um, but I think it just happens naturally. If you remember when Chelsea had Conte and he came in with the three back and everybody was like, three at the back? Oh, my God, what is this? This isn't English at all. And then he won the league, and everybody was like, oh, three at the back. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So it's the same. I think it's the same. And, and it happened with City. Everybody's trying to pass out the back now, including Arsenal. So, I think that's just kind of happened. But I think we're. I think Arsenal are just bad. I think. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I think. I think. I don't 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 think Arsenal are bad. No, um, they're not bad. They're not bad. It's an exaggeration. I it's think. It's not like Man U bad. But I think they're. I mean, we're not we're above good. Chelsea, and Chelsea have played. Well, okay, so would you classify Arsenal as a good bad team or a bad good team? A bad good team. Okay, that's fair. We're that's a, fair. We're a bad good team. That's fair. That's fair. For sure. I mean, it's the reason we're always, you know, we Arsenal was always known for what getting fourth place, and like it's a joke, but fourth place is Champions League every single year. So you know, like, if you offered me fourth place today, I would take it. I don't, Arsenal, I don't think Arsenal. I would. I don't think I would. I, I don't think it. I would I only would because. There's only one reason I wouldn't, and it's because the way that everybody else is right now, they're, everybody else is really bad, and Arsenal have okay, players but, coming okay, back right okay, now. Okay, but what's best-case scenario? Third? So you would you would take the risk and not take it so you could finish one spot higher? I would just take the fourth. I don't know, bro. I think I think we, we could maybe take second. You think Arsenal can challenge Man City and... I mean, they really, like, they've already stuttered a few times. Okay, so, okay, so if we're going to talk about this, we're going to talk about this. (laughs) Okay, so from an Arsenal standpoint, then, we're going to turn this into the Arsenal podcast. Um, From their standpoint, I think what's going well for them is they have the easiest schedule out of the top six going uh, until... Or for the next two or three months. They don't play a top six side until the 15th of December. They play Man City at home. Um, but then it it gets tough. <laughs> Though they play Chelsea the 29th. They play Man U uh, the first next year. Um, they have at Bournemouth on Boxing Day. They play at Crystal Palace right after. So they play at Chelsea like two weeks after that. So it gets difficult. They play at Man City like three weeks after that, <laughs> so, okay, it gets, so I think, I think it gets can, difficult. No, so I think, Chelsea, I think so. Go, I think so Chelsea, going going into I the think, going into the new year, um, Arsenal's schedule significantly ramps up. But right. um, if Arsenal is going to get themselves some sort of cushion or any sort of comfort um, between now and the end of the year, now is the time to do it with with their yeah. fixtures coming up. Yeah, Every, players coming back. Players coming back to the, yeah, players the coming first back. team. Bellerin, Some Tierney, holding right now. Like Pepe, this yep. is your moment right this now. Is, yep. This is your moment yep. to really pick up the pace and mm-hmm. start producing so that you go into this these hard fixtures in the future with some confidence. This is the moment. 
And if Arsenal can do it, I think it'll be good. It'd be good. But I mean, I don't know. I feel bad because I want Oza on the team. I genuinely think Oza on this team would be so saucy, bro. I mean, like, dog. Who do you want behind him? Who do you want? Who do you want behind him? Ozil. If if it was Ozil, it would have to be Guendouzi Torreira. Guendouzi Torreira, you tell you tell Torreira, my dude, you don't leave this spot. You can run around the midfield, but you don't make those into the box runs. I need I need him to. Well, be if you're gonna have Guendouzi as well, that's a sol- that's solid defensive cover. I think for top six teams, that's how you set up. Uh, against some of the lower league teams, though, you gotta have Ceballos in there. I I would think so. You can uh, against a lower league team, which is I don't, which really sucks for me to say because I think Guendouzi has arguably been Arsenal's best player this year, so to drop him would probably be a little unfair. Uh, now that being said, he's twenty years old. Do I think he's going to regress to the means a little bit? Yes, I don't think he's going to stay on this insane form but, that he's been. All but I think year. if he stays in this insane form, if he stays in this, insane I mean, if he's play, if he's play if he's if he's, if he's playing if he's playing well, then obviously he warrants a start. Of course, then he of plus, course you started. Plus, there's nothing saying that Ozil would play great every game. So Ceballos can also play Cam. I, I, when I mean, I'm just mentioning Ozil, like, at least give him some game time. I think if he was in and around the team, at least, you know, like... Making appearances, work. yeah. Yeah, like, it, you know, if he had a few bad games and you want, you know, put in Ceballos, and Ceballos plays well, so he starts a few games, that's fine. I have no issue with that because that makes sense. But it, you're just exiling Ozil, that's different. But I think if if you play Guendouzi next to Torreira, the way Guendouzi's playing, Torreira with you know with defensive abilities, Guendouzi that allows Guendouzi to free free him up a little bit. See what he can do. See what his youthful mind can do. <laughs> I see him playing beautiful passes in behind sometimes, and I'm just like, my man is Zidane with hair. <laughs> oh my god. He's like he's like um he's like Samson. I'm just gonna let you. Power comes in the locks. Okay, so we got to make sure that he doesn't get with some hoe who cuts off his hair. Then. Yeah, if he ever cuts off his hair, we're screwed. <laughs> we bench him. We bench him until it grows again. You think that Villaluiz is the same way? No. No. I think that Villaluiz has run out of power at this point. You know, I, I like that Villaluiz a little bit, but not really. <laughs> I think. Shout out to Avi Luis for saying Atletico uh, in the video with Gabriel Martinelli. Big up. Shout out my boy Gabriel Martinelli straight off the bat. Hits it with Corinthians and smiles. He <laughs> smiles right after he does it. <laughs> he played for us. I think he's a fan too, which is probably why he smiled. Uh, what a G, man. The next yeah, I, I, I highly doubt. Mbappe Mar- has nothing on him. I, doubt, I highly doubt Martinelli is an Ituano fan. No, I know he's not an Ituano fan. <laughs> he grew up. His lifelong goal was to play for Ituano. No, yeah, he's definitely not, an Arsenal fan. Yeah, Marcinelli, listen, Marcinelli is R9 reincarnated, and I think that's all we need to say yeah. about that. Um, so it's Marcin- great. And Mavropanos is Van Dyke, but Greek. I strongly disagree with that. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Let's get into the fixtures for this upcoming week. Uh, we are going to do our picks. So I'm going to keep a tally of each of our predictions for the scores. Um, and we'll see how they plan out at the end of the year. We are going to have the loser do some sort of forfeit or something. We haven't quite oh, figured it out this. yet. You're right. You're right. We haven't, figured, we haven't figured out what it's going to be yet, but we will hopefully figure something out and uh, we'll let you guys know in the next episode. But um, starting off first game, the idea. 7.30 a.m. game Eastern time. You want to pitch an idea now? Yeah, just, just right here. So anyone listening can hear it too okay go for it uh has to wear a tottenham jersey somewhere or like for a whole day at school or something i don't know like i feel, or like, buy a tottenham. I feel like that's not that big of a deal though that's just a waste of money though because i'm never going to use that thing again if i lose mm, that's true that's fair, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll, we'll have something good we'll, we'll figure Burn something out for it but um so the early game the first game of the weekend everton at home against west ham um, as we kind of touched on a little bit earlier, Everton have been kind of struggling a bit. Currently sit, I believe, 18th in the league table. Um, and Everton, who are coming off a loss at, uh, at Burnley, desperately need a win here. West Ham have been playing some pretty decent football, actually, this year. Sebastian Hilaire has been pretty good. 
Um, they have some other players in there that I've been kind of impressed with. Uh, this game, Everton are playing at home. Uh, who do you got? Um, ooh, this is rough because Everton's been really, really bad. But I feel like eventually, right? Surely they're up there. You know what? I'm going to say 1-1. Really? I I think Everton bounces back. I think they're going to score a few goals in this one. I think this one finishes 3-1. I also don't think Everton keep a clean sheet at that one. So I'm going to go with an Everton uh, semi-comfortable one in that one. Um, <coughs> Aston Villa playing at home against Brighton. Uh, By the way, make Brighton... sure to make sure to tally your predictions because I'm not doing it. <laughs> but you're tallying your own. I'm, t- I'm telling my own. Yes. All right, and then do we have a, a solid point system or? Honestly, this is we're gonna we're just gonna figure everything out, and we'll get it. We'll let you guys know next podcast. <laughs> we'll let you guys know next episode. Okay, hold up, because now I need to write this down. West Ham one. Okay, beautiful. Aston so, Villa at home against Brighton. I'm gonna say. Oh, at home. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say 2-0, Villa. I, I also predicted 2-0 as well on that one. Um, Spurs are at home going up against Watford. Um, Tottenham, who have say- also struggled, coming off yeah. a 3-0 loss um, against Brighton. Watford, as we know, have been pretty bad all year long. Currently our bottom of the league with three points uh, out of 11 games. Um Tottenham playing at home. I'm, I'm I surely say, would have to go with the Tottenham one here. Yeah, I'm gonna say surely not Spurs two zero. I think this is a I think this is gonna be I'm going four one. I think Spurs are Ooh, going to absolutely man. blitz Wofford. I don't think they keep a clean sheet because I think defensively they are a little shaky. Um and Wofford do have a little bit of talent up front as well, so I think they can bag one. Uh but Spurs to win overall four one. Scenes, by the way, scenes when Watford Fire Kike Sanchez Flores and rehire Javi Grasso. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, now. honestly, I wouldn't mind it. I, I, I think it would be hilarious. I think it would be hilarious. Um, next game, we've got Wolves playing at home against Southampton. Uh, Wolves, like we said earlier, coming off that uh, emphatic win over Man City away. Uh, who you got in this one? I'm gonna say Wolves two one over Southampton. Two on Wolves. I. <clears throat> you see, I was thinking two one. I'll go one zero, Wolves. Against Southampton, just have a little bit of parity in, in these picks. Um, Chelsea at home against Newcastle. For some reason, Newcastle only picking up points against the big teams. I would not mind if that trend continued. Uh, Chelsea perennially have struggled. Have historically struggled against Newcastle. <laughs> uh, talk about especially the one season where it looked like Chelsea might go unbeaten. That run was ended at St. James Park. Very beautiful. Shout out the Invincibles. Mm-hmm. Only Invincibles ever. Um, got Chelsea, who have actually looked better than I thought they would. Tammy Abraham banging in the goals. Um, seems like Pulisic is starting to get into the team a little bit more. Seems to be nope. integrating himself uh, a little bit more. Uh, so we'll see if he's able to pick up some form. I I'm going with the Chelsea win here. I'm going with three zero. Okay, so it's a ten a.m. game. Um, does that change? That changes, does that that changes your prediction? <laughs> yeah. If it was if it was a Monday three o'clock game, I would have said three two. I would have said a shootout. However, it is a 10 a.m. game, so I will reduce my pick to. Wow, I am literally picking all the big teams to win and like win comfortably. This could backfire badly. All right, whatever. We're sticking with it. Here's the thing. I think I think Saint Maximin is juicing Newcastle's attack up. I think I saw enough of him against United to where I'm actually excited he kind of changes it because he i mean he he runs at two three defenders and and beats them that opens up space for other players whether they're newcastle players or not you know (laughs) they have more space so um just pick the newcastle win don't sit on the fence just do it 
I don't think Newcastle win this. That's the thing. But I think. All right. If you're not gonna make a pick, then I'm gonna move on All to right. the next game. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Newcastle two one. I'm gonna do it. Oh, I'm gonna, gonna you know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go with Newcastle win. Uh, Bournemouth are playing at home against Norwich City. Uh, Bournemouth have looked good in certain times <laughs> during the year. Norwich has struggled a bit, although Pookie has been banging in the goals. Uh, Bournemouth are at home on this one, also a 10 a.m. kickoff. Who you got in this okay. one? Norwich's defense is pretty shocking, and they have some. Uh, they have a lot of injury problems. I think it's going to be a comfortable Bournemouth 2-0 win. I'm just going to go 3-1 again, just because why not? We're going to have goals galore this year, uh, this week. Uh, so that's against, so that's, so you're going uh, 2-0 Bournemouth against Norwich. Mm-hmm. I'm going 3-1 Bournemouth. Uh, Leicester versus Burnley. Um, I think this game is going to be classic, uh, classic English football. Lumping the ball up. This game is going to be boring as hell. It's going to be 0-0. Okay, I like that. I like they went zero zero. Uh, I'm not gonna go the same just for purpose of competition. I'm gonna go one one. Uh, Crystal Palace are at home against Man City, and I say that because, or I say it like that because I didn't know that that was a game this week. <laughs> so I'm actually yeah. excited for that because that is a that's a solid game. That's a twelve thirty game, um, prime time game Saturday afternoon. Crystal Palace are at home on that one against Man City. Uh, who you got? Uh, I'm going to say Man City win this, but Palace do well enough. I'm going to say 2-1 City. I'm going 5-1 Man City. I think people are going to over-exaggerate oh. how bad they looked last week. This is going to be a complete bounce back coming off an international break. Crystal Palace, I love you guys. Damn, Man Anhalt, right, I love though. you. Man City are going to absolutely smash this game. And I uh, can I change this to 3 or, or nope, is it in? Nope, already? it's locked in. Uh, Man United, Liverpool. That's um, fair, you know what? This game is at Old Trafford. Uh, it's a Sunday, 11.30 a.m. game. Uh, the only game on Sunday, actually, which um, I did see a few upset people about that. Uh, how Obviously, the 10 a.m. kickoff is the main one, uh, but they did want us to have at least one of those games flexed over to Sunday, um, potentially. But They usually have a 9. They usually have so, a 9 a.m. So, so, well, the reasoning for that, too, being that uh, there's, what, three uh english teams in the europa league currently i think there's three um and so they play they play they play thursday they play thursday so they can't play saturdays obviously. what a game this is what a game this is for on on a sunday i don't mind it no, Man, i don't mind liverpool, it i'm all for it Man, liverpool i'm chilling because i work that day so it's not going to be to watch it anyway so that sucks but regardless mainly liverpool uh i saw a post on Twitter earlier that I laughed at a lot and it was uh, basically uh, explain audio medium explain this over audio without being able to show the audience is really tough uh, basically it was Jose Mourinho uh, they announced it that he was going to be commentating this game um, and the oh. joke was like he's only show and the joke was he's only showing up to see Manu get destroyed that was pretty much the butt of the joke um, and I Agree that it's going to happen. I have Liverpool winning this one. <sighs> hmm. I already have mine written down, so. Do you know? So, Liverpool. I gotta say, attacking-wise, has not been as prolific as Man City have, or as, as much as I thought they would be. Um, I feel like Oh, but man, you are so bad. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? That, that's, that's really the thing. Man, you are so bad. I'm going to go... Do they keep a clean sheet? Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm just going to go 2-0, Liverpool. Uh, I don't like that pick. I'm doing it purely off of how bad man you are. But I'm going to go 2-0. Okay, I'm going 3-0. You're going 3-0. Okay, fair enough. I'm going uh, through zero only because I, I don't see Man United scoring. I don't, I, I, I don't think Man U scores either. And it's not even because of Liverpool's defense. That's the thing, right? It's Bro, just Man U are, like, are going to score. Man U are shocking. Who's going to score? Bro, McTominay. Don't sleep on McTominay, bro. 
Um, uh, I don't see them and then Liverpool is just too good. And and then they also have defensive issues on top of that. So you know what? I see a header goal, uh, like an Arnold whipped in cross or something. An Arnold whipped in cross, or you know that's one goal. I Another wouldn't mind that because I have Arnold in fantasy. Firmino. Oh, Firmino one two. Okay. Firmino one two to either Salah or Mane, it's and then the other one is going to be a midfielder. It's going to be like Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum. Yeah, <laughs> and I might um, get those fantasy points. Final game of the week: Sheffield United are at home against Arsenal. Is Simba upstairs now? <laughs> did your did your whole family just come upstairs? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> um, Sheffield United. Are at home against Arsenal. <laughs> God damn it! Um, <laughs> Sheffield United are at home against Arsenal. Um, I am gonna go with three-one Arsenal on this one. Wow, you have a lot of confidence. I uh, I'm just done with a... I'm just done with predicting. <laughs> this is a this is a 2-1 game. This is Arsenal. a 2-1. This is a 2-1 game. This Arsenal is 100% win to a 2-1. Win. They're going to struggle but they're going to win. This is 100% a 2-1 game. I'm going 3-1 on that one. Those are our picks for the weekend. <laughs> Beautiful. Um Before I let you go, I did want to touch on it a little bit. Uh since our last episode, we have had the return of European football. Champions League and Europa League has come back. Um, and I'm going to be honest with the Europa League. I think I've watched a a total of 20 minutes (laughs) of Europa League games. Arsenal are in the Europa League, right? Yes. Arsenal are indeed Um, in the Europa League. I think I've seen an Arsenal game at least. You've maybe seen an Arsenal game or two? I saw a whole two minutes of the AZ Man U game. Mm. Um... I saw a little... Dortmund are Europa League as well, right? Or is that just trash? No, Dor- no Dortmund is Champions League, but it's trash. It's ah. They played Slavia Prague last game. So That's why. Yeah. That's why. It almost reminded me of Europa League. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, I haven't watched much Europa League. Um, Champions League actually have been some very good games uh, to mm-hmm. start off. Uh, a little obviously. mad at that Barca Inter. But yeah, that was... I was annoying. Two late goals. Um, this, I... I mean, I, I, I can't. It can't be remiss. I, I know. I know. I've barked on it. We've laughed a lot, but we got to talk about it. Byron seven two at Tottenham. Oh yes, thank you for bringing that up because I had forgotten. Byron winning uh, against Spurs in England seven to two. Serge Gnabry, Arsenal legend with an absolute masterclass. North London is red, is indeed red. That's exactly what I was going to say. It looks like North London is red. I don't know what to say. Wenger has done it again. (laughs) Arsene Wenger has done it again. Wenger Um, has done it again. I just want to. I just want to make one point in this game because I know a lot of people see seven goals conceded. Wow, must have been a shocking game from Lloris. Seven genuine good goals by Bayern. I don't, and Beautiful. it's it's very rare that you see a team score so much. And at least one of the, at least one of them wasn't some sort of goalkeeper error or own goal or some sort of mess up of some sort. Seven yeah. genuinely really good goals by Bayern. Um, Beautiful that, goals. Beautiful. And I, well I think it was the third one. You could have maybe questioned Lloris's positioning a bit, but outside of that, I genuinely can't say much about that which i know is a little tough to say because of the fact that he conceded seven goals but the quality of the play uh leading up to it the build-up and the finishing um not i don't know if there's if he could have done much better with uh with any of those honestly but um brilliant game by byron Serge Gnabry absolutely went off and misery for tottenham which has once again been enjoyable uh my as an arsenal fan thing, my favorite thing about the game i believe was the fact that although Bayern, I think, did end up taking the league, going into the lead, going into halftime, I remember watching the whole first half and thinking that Tottenham were actually the better team. The better team, yeah, yeah. So Bayern were extremely clinical with that, their, with their yeah, chances, despite being two. They were what two one up at halftime, I believe, weren't they? 
Yes, they were. They, yeah. they took the lead they, back. They had gotten a last-minute goal for halftime from Lewandowski. And it was beautiful. Um, and the second half started, and then Nabri went on a bit of a madness. <laughs> uh, Harry yeah. Kane got a, got a consolation pen uh, midway through there as well. But as he yeah, usually does. Just, <laughs> as he usually does. Um, but yeah, just a masterful game by Bayern, 7-2. Um, and abs- Harry Kane just, scores just, just a scenes. lot of penalties. Absolute scenes. He does, and I feel like he always goes bottom left. Like for England too, <laughs> like, he's always getting penalties. Like, really I feel annoying. like I feel like he always goes bottom yeah. left. He always. Goes I agree. Bottom I, th- left. I think there was only one recently that I saw him go right. Um, but other English yeah. teams, how they fared in Champions League uh, in their final in their last game, Chelsea beat Lille. Um, that game was actually in France as well. Um, mm-hmm. They beat them two one, so good on them. Liverpool played a really exciting, really fun game. Um, that I genuinely really uh, really enjoyed. It was Salzburg. against Salzburg. Um, at home, it finished 4-3. Uh, Salzburg Unlike really, Salzburg. really made Liverpool kind of sweat it out um, and really made it competitive. This was a really fun game, and Liverpool dominated the possession this one, um, but both teams had equal shots, equal shots on target, um, and I thought, it was, I thought this was a really brilliant game as well, but Liverpool obviously were able to get on the other end of it uh, got away with the W, and going forward to this competition with how it's kind of played out so far, um, do you have any early favorites? Are there any teams you're concerned about? Real Madrid has looked pretty bad. Um, you know, they got the tie against Club Rouge when they were 2-0 down. They were able to salvage a point in that one, but um, I think they haven't looked Bayern great. Is just, for me, Bayern is just the favorite. I think for me, if, if really? I had to make a guess really? right now, I'd really? say Bayern. Interesting. Uh, Barca's always going to be up there. Juve. I think uh, Juve's really good. There. I think Juve's really good. Atletico Madrid looks good, too. Um, decent. But I think Bayern are just kind of playing the best football, most more consistently. Uh, Barca have the players, but they haven't been that great this year. Liverpool in the league have been great. Uh, when it comes that to being said, Bayern, Bayern did lose the their last game at home against Hoffenheim in the league. They did. Um, they and did. they do currently sit third in that as well. But uh, from a European standpoint, I think they are probably one of the, one of the favorites for that one. Um, I really like I really like Juventus this year. I just think Ronaldo's. I just think Ronaldo's yeah, going. I, yeah. I just think Ronaldo's going with the Champions League with Juve before he leaves, uh, and I think this is potentially going to be the year he does it. Uh, I agree. I solid agree squad. Too. Obviously, the Keelini injury really sucks for them. Uh, but obviously, you know, Delit and they have other great uh, players all around the squad as well. So um, I think they are a team that I could see definitely going far and doing well in this competition. But uh, but yeah, as far as the pick, I'm going to go with them. Uh, and you have Bayern? Yes. Fair enough. Um, for early picks, yes. Europa League, I'm not going to touch too much on this because, in reality, it doesn't matter who yet. cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter until the semifinals. Uh, who, who would you say? I, I, th- I still say it every single year. Um, I think Arsenal's main competition in this competition isn't yet in the competition. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of the yeah. third-place teams uh, yeah, from the sure. Champions that's League. That's always what it is. Uh, yeah. That's how it usually is. Um, obviously we saw two years ago with Atletico Madrid that's how it happened uh, last year off Chelsea but you know Chelsea a little stronger than your average Europa League team um, any other teams in the Europa League that currently scare you Roma's uh, Roma's in there as kind of a big team that nope. usually are playing up there Wolfsburg Doesn't as matter. well uh, nope. PSV potentially mm-hmm. you got Sevilla um, Sporting Lisbon nope <laughs> So you think do you do you think Arsenal win the Europa League this year, or do you think it's I think go we up? wait? I think we wait. Depending to on who, see who, who gets out, who, get, who gets knocked yeah. out. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, do you think Man U is any chance to get win it? No. Wolves. No. Wolves are interesting. Okay, Wolves are interesting. Uh, I think it's not going to be easy though. I think as the competition continues to go. The quality keeps rising and scheduling and all that. I think there's, I think there's, well, a, so. I think there's a handful of teams here that I would take over Wolves in a tie. Yeah, there's a handful. There's, of teams. I mean, I mean, it's one of those like they could get through all of them. Yeah, but they probably won't. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, yeah. 
in terms of the group, obviously, I expect I, you would expect Arsenal to win. Um, yeah. And, you know, they've already won their opening if, two matches. Can I say something? What if Man U doesn't even get out of their group? Because, so I mean, that game against AZ was really bad. The reason why like, the reason why I don't want to kind of say that they're not going to get out of the group is because their group is genuinely shocking and one of the teams I haven't heard of ha- haven't heard about uh, prior to this year. I so, to be honest, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what their group is. I'm going to look at it right it's now. It's a partisan uh, AZ and oh, Astana. Okay, and Astana. That's their group. You don't know who don't you know which one don't you? Know? Um, I didn't know partisan, but I now realize that I did know partisan. <laughs> yeah, partisan. Yeah, they're How from do you Serbia. Not know partisan? I thought yeah. I didn't, but yeah, from Serbia. Yeah, I do. I do remember them. Oh uh, man, I, you broke. Mason their... Greenwood is gonna walk in there and cry. There's no way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Serbs, the Serbs are just gonna. Yeah, I mean. Intimidating, man. It's intimidating. They took they took points against Astana. I mean, I nah. I mean, they beat. So, mm, it's funny enough, Partizan away is actually their next Europa League game. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, we'll see next there. Thursday. If, they, if they win, they're good. They should um, be good to get out of it. But I don't so think yeah, I still think I still think the favorites, the favorites for the Europa League surely would have to be Arsenal, Sevilla, and whoever gets knocked out of the Champions League, I'd say, would probably be the prohibited favorites in this one. I think Sevilla would give Arsenal a, a really good a really good uh, uh, leg as well. I think over two legs. I think. I can't wait to see Tierney score against Celtic. Oh, there's it. nothing I would love more than for Arsenal to get Celtic and then for Arsenal to just destroy them seven zero. It would be. And the then greatest. Tierney eliminate them with a with a beautiful cross. It'd be beautiful. It'd be beautiful. I can. And then and then Lacazette. Lacazette walks up to the camera when after he edited it and says, "Bigger club than us." <laughs> oh man, it would be great. Uh, so yeah, Europa League. I'm just gonna say Arsenal are gonna win it uh, by default, just because I don't know who's gonna get knocked out of the Champions League yet. Um, so until okay. I figure that out, I'm just gonna. I think I would assume Arsenal are probably the favorites for that one. Um, yes. And then in the Champions League, I'm gonna go with Juventus. I still have Liverpool winning the Premier League, and I have Man City, Arsenal, and Chelsea uh, rounding off the top four. I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that. In no um, specific order. Well, outside of Liverpool winning the league, but the rest in no specific order. Yeah. I think I think I, I, think, I think I think there's genuinely a chance that Man you finish outside the top six as well this year. Um, I I still think Spurs are too good of a team. Um, and they have a I lot. Think, they've I had they've had a... they've had a few injuries as well to start the season. And Dombele, Lo Celso, uh, Son missed some time. Uh, Alderweireld does, or or maybe it's Vertonghen. One of the two. They've missed some time. Um, they've pretty much played a different guy at right back every single game I've seen of them so far. They played Sissoko at right back. Uh, Walker Peters has played a bit. Aria's played a game. Um, they played uh, date was it Davies? I think when Davies played left back or Danny Rose played left back another game. Or, I'm sorry, right back, rather. Another game, so... A lot of kind of makeshift stuff there. And it seems like the Trippier loss has really hit them more than I expected it would. Yeah. I mean, they're just struggling, (laughs) but uh, they'll they'll be fine. uh, Yeah, that's my prediction. So we have pretty much the same stuff. Well, you have Bayern in the Champions League, correct? Yes. All right, cool. All right, so I'll make sure to write that down. So there you have it. We got our predictions coming up for the upcoming fixtures. We got our predictions for top four and four uh, European winners. Once again, guys, thanks again so much for. Wa- uh, f- I was about to say thanks for watching, thanks <laughs> for listening. Um, I've been talking about having an NFL episode coming out for a while now. I can't get anybody to record that so far, so I'm gonna hold off on that. But uh, we do have our uh, my NBA uh, over unders episode coming out with Philip uh, hopefully very soon. NBA season starting next Wednesday. Philip, who has canceled. Yeah, like three times already. So, Philip, <laughs> if you're listening to this, man, what's up? Um, and you just lost my train of thought now. Thank you. Cheers. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> NBA, NBA season starting next Wednesday. Uh, World Series is going to be starting up very soon. Very exciting time in sports. Uh, we are going to have enter our two-week period now where every single sport is going to be in season uh, for these two weeks. Uh, so that's going to be good. So that's very exciting as well. But 
Uh, once again, guys, thanks for. I can't speak English today. Once again, guys, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for thank you for listening, Nick. Thanks again for coming on as always. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care.